the talented magical mommy's club hello and welcome to the talented magical mommy's club i've had an idea for this sitting in me for years now percolating it's like been growing in my mind i haven't known exactly what it is but i have these visions and let me tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Ariella Vaccarino. And when I was younger, I was an opera singer, very focused, driven opera singer. It was really my whole life. And I had some success with it. And then I got married and I had five children. And that is unbelievable. And it's a whole podcast in itself. But I'm actually going to kind of skip that because it's not why I'm here. Having the five kids was the most incredible thing that happened to me ever in my life. And I really am not making that up. Being a mom is the number one thing in my life, my number one choice every time. Nothing I ever knew I wanted, but once it came upon me, I would never return it for anything. So I just want to make that point now. This isn't a woe is me, why am I a mom podcast. Being a mom is my first choice. I would pick it every time. But I don't want to ignore, and I don't want to feel guilty about ignoring this other part of me that was always inside. And I want to have the conversation about where that part went and what I can do to feed that part, that creative, talented, driven woman inside of me or girl inside of me that doesn't get to come out so much as a mom. And I meet people all the time in these situations. I'm really fascinated by other mommies and maybe who they once were before they had children and how they're integrating that into their lives. And I'm particularly interested in moms that were in the world of the arts with some real tremendous talents because it fascinates me to think that there are mommies at your soccer games and baseball games and PTAs and karate clubs or whatever it would be selling Girl Scout cookies that had huge pasts in the arts or huge aspirations and major talents. And they are sitting side by side at your snack shack duties for baseball or volunteering in your kid's class to read a book or help cut construction paper. They're just living regular mommy lives. And I'm really aware of this because I am not a regular mommy. You know, um, I have something else inside of me. I had this woman whose whole dream and focus was to perform, to perform on stage. And I spent my whole life up to having kids. And I I didn't have kids till I was 34. So I really feel this. Um, Driven, learning music, vocalizing, auditioning, traveling, performing, focusing on who I would meet, networking for it, fantasizing about where I would end up and figuring out how to get there. It was what fed me. And once I had kids, that all shut off. I tried to keep it going for quite a while. um, And I found myself in particular because I was an opera singer, unable to keep up with the pressures of keeping my voice healthy and in tip top shape for performing, which is really what you have to do as an opera singer. Um, I'm the highest kind of soprano. Uh, It's called a coloratura soprano. And for me to perform, I'd be paid to hit the high notes. And I would find myself with babies up at night with ear infections and um, kids coming home from preschool with colds. And it was so much stress on me as a mom to try and take care of myself. That's why in the opera world, they use the word diva. But the reason they do is if you are less than perfect on stage, you are 
you know, shot down for it. So if you come in with a cold or you're a little bit hoarse or you're tired, it affects your performance. And I couldn't be that diva around my little kids. I couldn't keep them at arm's length when they were sneezing. I couldn't not yell at them to clean the room or to get up in the morning after trying to wake them up uh, 10 times. You know, I couldn't protect my voice enough to continue in that dream. And I also didn't have the time. You know, I had mommy duties that were pretty serious. And comparing the two needs and the two lifestyles is difficult because one, you might just be making a good lunch for your child that takes a certain amount of time. And the other, you're going after some sort of a dream. And it always started to feel to me selfish to go after the dream once I became a mom. And this is kind of a difficult subject to talk about because, and I think women face it more than men, but to go after these things that made us who we were before we were mommies began to feel self-serving and selfish. And as a mom, I couldn't allow myself to do that because my whole life became about sacrifice in the nicest way, but sacrifice for my own children. It was no longer about me, no longer about my need to sleep. You know, whether I was a performer or not, you know, I lost a lot of sleep. I personally have five children. I know that's a lot. Maybe I overdid it, but that's that's where we went. Um, I do do things on a grand scale, but that's a lot of years of not a lot of sleep. Uh, not looking my best, my body falling apart after five pregnancies, you know, trying to deal with that. It's a lot. And for me to put pursuing an opera career on top of that, I just couldn't figure it out. And so I let it go. And I let it go with sadness, but not that I am sad that I had children. I'll say it again, and I'm saying it for my husband if he's listening to this. I am not upset with the choice of having children and being a wife. These are incredible things that have filled my heart in a way that I never knew could. But I did give up who I was to do those things, who I thought I was, or what drove me to be me at that time. And that person is still inside of me. And I'm 51 years old now, and I've kind of pivoted. I haven't left music altogether. I had a very successful career after that teaching I have taught hundreds of students voice and piano. I created a line of voice lesson CDs called Voice Lessons To Go that have had a lot of success. I've had a blog. I have a YouTube channel. I'm doing um, podcasts. You know, I'm keeping my foot in creativity, but it's never even close to the level that I had imagined it to be. I saw myself singing at La Scala, which is the biggest opera house in Italy at the time when I was young, singing there on stage, going from opera house to opera house, learning my lines, focusing. My interest in it had to do with the art of it. I really would have been fine just staying in my hotel room and learning my lines or practicing my voice and being in rehearsals. I thrived off of it. I loved it. I wasn't doing it necessarily for the accolades. I was doing it for the art form, the purest of art form. And someone like me having to give that up, I was not comfortable doing it halfway. And some people are, and I'm always fascinated by that because I do teach so many people singing and so many of them are doing it at a much lower level and they're very happy, they're very satiated. They're singing for their church or they're doing local theater or they're singing at their friend's wedding. And all of these things are fantastic. And I love, love to help people prepare for those things and do their best in those things. But those things were not enough for me. I personally chose to give up 
pursuing my dream rather than doing half the dream. Because for me, half the dream was not the dream. So I did. I gave it up. And it's inside of me. And obviously, it's a painful point. I mean, I don't listen to opera. I don't go see operas. My kids know I was a singer. They hear me sing. But I probably don't sing around the house in the way a non-professional opera singer person would have. Because it's attached to a lot of pain for me from a life that I gave up and a life that I thought I would live. And, you know, we have to make choices in our lives. And once we become mommies, all of us have sacrifices to make. It's hard to be a mom. And we do give up a lot of who we were. And I, as I'm getting older and my kids are getting older, I'm finding myself with a little bit more time now to start to get back to who I am. And I'm trying to figure out how to integrate it into my life now. And another thing about me is I was not just an opera singer. I was also a teacher. I didn't quite understand that I was a teacher. For a long time, I thought I was just a teacher because that's how I supported my opera career. But when I think back to it, since I was young, I was a teacher. Even when I was a kid, I would get a chalkboard and teach math to other kids for playtime. And then when I was about 14, I started um, helping to teach in a school. And I always found myself teaching. I was teaching music at a young age. Um, I would take my guitar and I would sing songs and I would teach songs to little kids as one of my jobs. I've always been in the teaching capacity. It took me years to figure out that I actually was not only an opera singer who no longer was singing, but I was also truly a teacher. My husband helped me to figure that out one day. He's like, you realize you're a teacher, right? You love to teach. You love to help people. And he pointed it out to me, and he also pointed out the good that that did in my life, that so many of my students went on to integrate music into their lives, uh, largely because of my influence on them. And I do realize the value in that, and I love that about myself. And so I don't want to belittle that. But I do want to talk about this other part of myself, the creativity, the creative part of myself that I let die back. And it's not just me. I'm at the point now where I'm most likely not going to pursue opera. But I am fascinated with every mommy I meet who has some sort of a hidden talent, a hidden magic about them that they don't get to live. And I want to know more about it. I want to know what they were, who they were. Are they integrating it in their lives and how? And some of them have found a really good balance. And how have they done that? And I find this conversation coming up all the time. I tend to quickly go to these questions when I meet people. And I'm hearing so many similar stories from moms who get this kind of wandering look in their eye when I ask them who they once were or what their dreams were before they had children. And, you know, I am focusing on the arts because that's my focus. I've heard all kinds of dreams. I'm fascinated in the super talented moms that really didn't make it in their talent. And what can we do to live our best lives and still pay respect to that incredible part of ourselves proudly, without feeling guilt, without feeling like we're being selfish? How do we get back to that part of ourselves? How do we find that magic in ourselves and find a balance of letting that out while being incredible mothers? What is the balance? How much can we feed ourselves on these things that we absolutely love without feeling guilty for them? And this is a conversation I'm having in my head 24-7, and it's becoming stronger and louder and stronger and louder. 
And so I'm creating this podcast, the Talented Magical Mommies Club. Thank you so much for listening. This is my first episode. Like I said, my name is Ariella Vaccarino, and I'm so excited that I'm finally starting this because it's been in my mind. I have all these visions of how this is going to turn out. I have all these dreams for it. And it's interesting because my dreams have always been creative, and they're shifting into things like this, trying to help mommies get in touch with this talented, magical part of themselves, to wake it up, to connect to it, to figure out how to live their best life with it while being mommies and helping us also to let go of that guilt and to let go of that feeling that we are being selfish for wanting to connect to the things that made us who we were in the first place. I have been meeting mommies along the way that I've been slowly writing in my mind that they are going to be on my podcast as people I'm going to interview. A lot of them are regular mommies and then you find out they have these incredible abilities or incredible talent and a lot of them feel lost because they have no outlet for this talent for who they are. And I want to find a way for us to come together as a community and have some sort of outlet to our talents and our abilities and be able to shine together. Putting the kids aside for a minute, taking a minute for ourselves and finding the magic within. This is going to come out in a lot of ways. I'm going to have a podcast. I'm hoping to do some incredible live events filled with fun and excitement whether we're doing improv and drinking wine and painting, people standing up and doing poetry, having a talent show, anything that brings the magic back to us. We could be coloring. I don't care. What is it that us mommies need to fulfill this part of ourselves? And how can we reawaken it with pride and then start to live it? going after something that really fascinates me and that I'm passionate about. So what I did a month ago or a couple months ago, I bought myself a journal and I decided I'm going to have a fresh start and I am going to discover what is inside of me, what's left. And so I bought myself, I went to Michael's and I bought myself this journal and I bought stickers and I decorated it. I have clouds and flowers all over it because I wanted it to be mine. It was just some ritual I did for myself. And I started journaling because I It was so loud in my head. I had feelings. I had the essence of something that I wanted to do, but I couldn't even hear what it was. So I started to journal. And this is something I did years ago in my 20s when I followed this book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, which I totally recommend. It was before I was a mommy. It was to help you get in touch with the artist within. I'm at a different point now. I am a mommy with the artist you know, buried within. Before I was an artist who was just trying to be my best artist. And I started journaling. And if you would indulge me on this, I don't want to miss what I had to say because this is the raw of it. So I'm actually going to read from my journal some pages so you can see exactly where this comes from and how I birthed this idea, you know, genuinely. So I am going to read for you a couple pages of where I was at at the time. Podcast or video for mommies with talent. Mommies with talent. What do we do? What are our options? Fascinated specifically in the talented mommy, comedian, actress, artist, singer. The regular ones living regular lives with regular kids. It's not for the lucky few who married millionaires who can fund it all. Because that is what it becomes, isn't it? Something to fund. Headshots, supplies, babysitters. It can be turned around to be looked at as indulgent. Because we are doing to satiate, satisfy our own needs, desires, dreams. It's not like a mommy who can go to work with a regular paying job who's supporting the family because we can't just go to work. 
I'm also not talking about the mommies, who are lucky enough to have huge success in their talents, such as famous authors, actresses, who then got married and can continue it all. I'm niching more, the talented who had some success, but nothing the family could depend on, that mommy. Maybe like me. She went to university for it and had some successes, had her toe dipped in success, but not enough to rely on for when the babies came out and the mortgage begins. What happens to us all those years, putting aside the very thing that drove us oftentimes our sole focus? When the goal has not been achieved and the mommying begins, which is the most amazing, beautiful thing, where does it all go? That part of you. And then here I am right now, I found ways to keep part of it, going, teaching music, creating music education, because turns out I'm also a teacher inside. When your kids start to become self-sufficient, whatever that means to you, and then you look up and see there may be some time and space for you to visit that part of yourself that's been on lockdown for so long. What do you do? You're old now, older. I'm 51. What do I do with a singing performing talent at 51 if it has been shut off for 17 years? Is there anything professional out there for me? Because this wasn't a hobby. I was a professional, trained, talented, worthy of the work. Is it only a world for the young if you have not had enough success young enough? I meet these women all the time. It fascinates me, not just the mommy plight and balance, but the artistically professional, talented mommy. This is something I'm passionate about. Do we, can we exist with relevance to other people in the world? Do our art voices matter or have they been swallowed up forever? Will we forever be the she once was or can we be again? Join me, speak with me as we dig into this important subject for women who have given of their bodies and nurture wonderful children and are now left standing, staring, wondering, do I matter? Is there a sell-by date on talent? Do we only have that small window in our 20s where we can follow our gifts to a professional level? And even if we can't follow the art within us to a professional level, what can we do with it? What is enough to fill it? Saying we are doing it, taking a class in it, volunteering our time in it, what is enough to make you feel you are back in it? Shifting it to teaching or choreography or directing? Can you be in the center of it or do you have to dance around it to be associated with it? Who would want to see us do it? Only our age? Only our kids? Now, I can't put my finger on the exact age I'm talking about because this happens to women at different times depending on when you had kids and how many. I started late because of my singing career and had five kids, so I really stretched the time in my life when I guess I was absolutely needed by them. They still need me, but I have some more space and availability of time for me to claim now. So that's what I wrote. Those are just my thoughts. Those are my streaming thoughts. And I, as I read them, and the fact that I'm sitting and making a podcast, which is a learning curve for me altogether, I feel as passionate as I did about writing it that I do now. I've evolved a little bit in my thoughts about this podcast. It's not necessarily for a mom whose kids are grown up. I think it's for any mom who is encountering this because I felt it the most when I had my youngest kids because I was so close in time to a period when I was pursuing my dreams to the full extent. And I really remember feeling that almost grief for who I was. Is there a way to make that easier for us mommies? And if we can create some sort of a club 
where we're meeting at seminars or online Zooms or starting with just my podcast, a way for us to get more in touch with that part of ourselves and recognize it and respect it, that would be amazing. So this is episode one for me. Let's see where it goes. Thank you so much for listening. I'm not sure exactly where it's going, but I feel like it's going somewhere. I want to help mommies get through this, and I want to make it easy for mommies to get in touch with that talented, magical part of themselves. I can't wait till episode two. Let's see what I do. The talented, magical mommies club.